ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things, and we are in the pipe with your hosts, Sean and Max. <laughs> Thank you very much, <laughs> producer Mr. E. Five by five there. Thank uh, you. It's a Star Trek reference, right? <laughs> that guys? I think it's an Aliens reference, Oh, matter of fact. Yeah, you guys are supposedly fans of that. Well, we'll find out later. Um... I want to jump right into it, actually, because I, I have a follow-up to one of our stories we've actually, at this point, been following for a while, the International Space Station. Love that thing. We all know what that is. And for those who don't, what is it, Sean? The International Space Station <laughs> is a international space station. Perfect. That's literally what I would have said, too, if you asked me, so perfect. <laughs> um, so we were talking about in one of our other episodes how it's constantly leaking air. And that's not that big a deal because it was kind of almost designed to, or there's like a threshold within it's allowed to leak air. That's right. Yeah, we were very surprised that it leaks air, and it got us talking about, do submarines leak air? Do... Exactly. <laughs> okay, so what's the verdict now? Well, uh, and back then we said that the air that was leaking had increased by then. Oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. was a bigger problem. Correct, and that's why okay. it was a problem. And to actually get some more information about why it was a problem, I thought this actually figure stood out to me because, like I said, it, the leak rate had increased, and then that's, that also... That made the astronauts have to pretty much do something about this, right? It was kind of like, well, you know, whatever. We have bigger <laughs> fish to fry. And I was like, oh, we got to figure that out. And so the elevated rate of the of the air leak went from 0. 0.6 to 3.1 pounds of air per day. Ooh, wow. Okay. So pounds. Pounds of air. So 0. 0.6 wow. pounds of air they were fine with. But all of a sudden it went to 3.1 pounds of air a day. And that's oh. when they're like, "Oh, we gotta, we gotta figure this out." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> okay. And so the update is they have. Oh yeah, because back on that show we were just like, "That's all we said." We're like, "Yep, they better figure it out." So the the update is they have figured it out and they have pretty much shut down this leak. But they found that out in a cool way, kind of something we mentioned in some. That day we were, we were kind of joking around, like, follow the breadcrumbs, follow the whatever. Yeah, you, like, we were suggesting isolating certain areas and then releasing something in the air that would get sucked toward the leak and then thus let you visually see where your leak is. Yeah, you always see that in movies, too. Right. Like, like crumbs or smoke or something or other. Yeah, liquid and all um, that. So, Cosmonaut, Antoli Ivanishin. Oh, man, we got to put that on the... <laughs> in the Sean file, I pronounce it. I can't do Russians. Uh, Ivanishin, let's say that. Okay, one more time. Cosmonaut Antoli Ivanishin, he released a few uh, leaves from a tea bag, and they followed that. They used a camera and watched the tea leaves go around the microgravity, and uh, the leaves slowly floated toward a scratch in the wall near the module's communication equipment, and okay. that was evidence that, that it was the crack with which the air was escaping. Wow. Yeah. Or were they, did they say if these were crumpled tea leaves, or are these just big tea leaves? I imagine they're crumpled, right? Well, they you said know, tea just... bags, so I'm imagining yeah. they're like... Because we've talked about on the show before how crumbs and anything like that in it, space is super dangerous. Exactly. That's that's where my head was at. Like, mm -hmm. So they let crumbs loose, essentially. That is... You know what's funny? I, I, I kind of was having that same thought, too, without even really thinking it. But yeah, that is... It's almost like they had to do one dangerous thing to fix the more dangerous thing. Desperate times. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> kind of an ends justify the means sort of deal. For the ignorant listeners, not me... Why is it dangerous to release the crumbs in space? Um, well, a lot of food in space is designed not to crumb, period. Because of the – it could get into all the, the – pretty much the instruments and everything. Oh, gotcha. Because remember, on Earth, crumbs just fall to the ground. They get in your carpet. They're like – they're kind of – you don't have to mess with them. Literally, things would be floating around in front of you. Imagine like all the satellites around Earth right now. They say it's a junkyard out there because all this old shit just floating around. What if that was your apartment? What if every time you sneeze or did something, it just was – it didn't go down magically and kind of go into that magic carpet that we 
don't clean up enough, right. right? It all would float up and be there. Even like human skin and shit after a while, it's like, we got to clean this up and put it away. Well, most dust is human skin. Yeah. So, gotcha. yeah. Um, so, you know how they fixed it? Tea leaves. No, well, that's how they found <laughs> that's it. That's a found. good. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say toothpaste. That's a great answer. What do you think? What's your thought? Uh, shaving cream. Ooh. Oh, even better. <laughs> uh, but no, they use a capped on tape. I don't know what capped on tape is, but they, they use tape basically. Okay. It's like, wink. Taped it up. And so now the rest of the article focused on this tape. But it didn't focus <laughs> it didn't focus on like what kind of tape like I've never heard of capped on tape, so it wasn't like this tape's amazing. But I mean it did say so the tape the crew put on the crack can remain stable and sticky across a wide range of temperatures, including the near absolute zeros of space. So I guess this is really good tape. But the members don't think the tape is likely to hold for long. They hope to replace it with a more reliable patch soon. Like, so they're uh, like watching this piece of tape now. Like Flex Seal or something. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like that as seen on TV. Or that meme I always see. That ought to fix yeah, the I problem. I like how you can just literally Google it and just Amazon it, your own capped on tape. Oh, That's really? literally I what they just far, use. Of course. Like, slap some of that on. That would have been smart, right? Like look it up. I had the question, right? So <laughs> do you just buy capped on tape? Is it, what's it look like? It's it's like orange like this. And yeah, it's called capped on tape. Oh, wow. So yeah, capped looks- on tape supposedly... Is stable and sticky across a wide range of temperatures, including the near absolute zero of space. That's cool. Because huh. there has to be a reason they chose that over duct tape, right? I imagine. Yeah. Well, and that's all we know so far is pretty much what we'll just, we'll, I'll keep you posted on the tape now <laughs> and just see if it stays on there or not. Tape cool. 8, 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I love that in the article. It's just like, we don't think the tape will hold. Like, it's just like this major crisis. Like, we hope that tape's fine. Like, in my mind, like, put three pieces of tape. Like, tape the edges of the tape. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just uh, now. I want to start looking at whoever the hell built this thing. Like, what happened? Why the hell have Russians. we been leaking this is it Russian like this? stuff? By the way, oh, is it? It's a yeah, Russian. It's Russian built. stuff. They're the same ones. Remember, I told you last time too that they had this a similar air leak, and they figured out that someone on the ground saw a hole, and they just painted it over it. <laughs> just yeah. let it go. Or the Russia. Oh my god, that is so funny. Yeah, that is so funny for something going into space. Don't give a fuck. Like I'm just gonna paint over this hole. That's the Russian <laughs> thing too. Like oh, there's a hole in the submarine. Like you said, just paint over it. It's fine. <laughs> Put some of that tape on. No one's gonna know. All right. Do you guys know what you can see from space? I'm just gonna answer that question for you. Mm-hmm. The Nazca lines. Are you familiar with the Nazca lines? Do you oh, I am. That? I thought you were gonna say the Great Wall of China, which I've heard. That's a uh, myth, I believe. I think it is too. Yeah. But. Mr. E, do you know what the Nazca lines are? I don't. So the Nazca lines are in Peru, and they're large geoglyphs depicting all sorts of animals. So they look um, So very a geoglyph would be like a design in the ground? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Pretty the... much pictures, if you will. Okay, yeah. I've seen, I've seen pictures of shapes and of stuff from space like this. Yes. All the pictures you see are from in the air. Okay, maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. And so... Um, what they discovered quite recently is a new shape. And that Ooh. a new NASDA line. NASDA, a new Nazca line. Oh, yeah. Nazca line. That's and cool. It's um I don't know if it's referred to as a Nazca line, but regardless. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it yeah, totally. Uh it's in the shape of a cat. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh I'm listening. Yeah, my did. <laughs> so it was recently discovered after performing maintenance on a tourist lookout point it's like a vantage point where you can see other other drawings of the lines yeah yeah and um whoever was performing the maintenance just kind of spotted this hill with this drawing on it and was like hey look at that that must be one 
just was the first to kind of notice and put the two and two together. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, what the fuck are we talking about here? <laughs> you've, got, you've, got a, you've got a vantage point for tourists to look out on, and you, you just spotted this thing that's been here since 200 BC. Hey, Bill. Yeah, you know how we work on this place all our lives? Yeah. Have you ever thought about looking so they the know, left? They know for sure that's a new. They know for sure that's n- an old one, though. Correct? It's not They're like old. a mimicked one. That's a a recreation that someone's uh, trying to do or uh, anything. Correct. Oh, wow, I didn't think that far. Whoa. Yeah, because because maybe that's why they didn't <laughs> it see it. Appeared for so all long. like, hey, that just appeared. <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> that's um, a good call. Uh, it was <clears throat> almost completely eroded. Okay. And then I guess someone just kind of glanced at the hill and noticed some patterns. Uh, maybe there was. Maybe the maintenance involved trimming some bushes or, you know what I mean? Something Getting that gave it more visibility. Exactly. Yeah, How much yeah. would have bet? Because I've taken showers high before, and I swear, you see, like, humans are meant to see shapes and faces, right? You see two dots and another dot, like, that's two eyes and a mouth. And then you make everything into shapes. So he's probably sitting out there, just look to the side, like, that's a cat. I, I see a cat. I see it. And he actually was right <laughs> this time. And I thought this story was fun. Like, okay, yeah, we discovered that after 2,000 plus years. And cool, look at that. And then I delved deeper. Ooh. And then in 2019, scientists from Japan used 3D mapping to discover 140 more of these things. Holy wow. shit. So, no, that I have not heard. So I've heard of these lines for years. So it's, it's right up there with like pyramid stuff, but even more so where, you know, aliens did it type <laughs> of deal. Like, you know, most likely aliens didn't do it. We all know it. But hey, look at this way. Aliens did it. We aliens. We all know it. Yeah, and they all vary in size and whatnot, but point being, like, 140 more of these things? Yeah. All in Peru Just through again? the forest, yeah. right? All just in probably Peru. Wow. Just scattered through the And these were undiscovered forest. ones. These were undiscovered. Wow. And what happens is they, they erode. Mm. Um, because what a geoglyph is, is these uh, ancient natives would carve into the ground um, probably six inches or so. Or aliens with lasers. Or aliens with Thank lasers you. would carve into the ground <laughs> and uh, remove the top layer of soil. And underneath that, there was a different color soil. And so, you know, that's how you got your dynamic as far as the drawing. And uh, so most of these over time, you just have wind blowing across them and it replaces the soil. But the dip in soil is still there. You know, I mean, much like we were talking about last time where you you see a trench that's been buried based on what they put in the trench. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was fascinating because I was blown away by the giant cat they found. This thing is 121 feet across. Well, I've really mentioned, like, the whole point of these lines is they basically were designed to be seen from the air. And at these times when they were built, no one was, you know, flying. flying. So <laughs> it's kind of like, why would they spend their whole lives? Because they're pretty so they're they're communicating intricate. with aliens. Or their gods, or that's... I've heard other things, too, where these people, used to, they knew how to float. Oh, as in... <laughs> I've heard that before, levitate. too. Yeah, levitate. There's a yeah. whole, you know, if you if you believe it enough, you can levitate, and supposedly people in the past did all the time. Mm-hmm. Then they go into those, uh-huh. you know, they show, like, look at this artist. You see this picture? See this star-shaped thing? That's an alien! And so, you know, <laughs> trust me, it's... It's most likely the people decided to do it. Like, I'd say pictures for... I'd, I'd assume pictures for their gods <laughs> or something, but... And what else do you know about the lizard Illuminati? Which one? <laughs> the underground one or the one we didn't for the top one? So here's another small one. This happened on October 2nd, but just the, um, the sheer size and weight of it just kind of boggled my mind. So I wanted to play like a mini game with you guys. So the biggest domestic seizure of meth in the U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration history happened on October 2nd. Oof. The biggest seizure of meth. So okay. here's the question I posed to you guys. How much meth is the biggest seizure of meth that was found on October 2nd? Now, just to kind of give you some idea, this is in pounds. 
So how many pounds of meth were found? And just to say it again, the biggest domestic seizure of meth. So blah, blah, blah. So I know you guys know a lot about meth. Um, Sean, please go in detail about your meth knowledge. Um, we've all seen Breaking Bad, so that's why I'm bringing it up. But well, you see these hideous scars on my face. I just said, you have no teeth, as we all know. Um, okay. It, it, the largest in the world or the largest U.S.? Biggest domestic US. seizure, so domestic. U.S. Yeah. Okay. Then, uh, you know what? I'm going to go um, 3,000 pounds. It's one of those I should have a three situation. God damn. Okay. okay, I'm gonna go three thousand and one. No, okay, I'll go. Uh, um, yeah, this is not prices right. Fuck, the largest in U.S. history, so it does have to be something astronomical. I'm gonna say five hundred pounds. Okay, three thousand five hundred pounds. The winner, not prices right rules, is Host Sean because this was two thousand two hundred twenty-four pounds oh. of meth. Literally okay. more than a ton found. of meth. So you were over by like what seven hundred something? Wow, but nice. Still death. hefty mo. But here is why I talked about the story because here's was the headline: This seizure was more than enough to provide a dose of meth for every man, woman, and child in the United States and Mexico. Wow. <laughs> So we're looking at like a redistribution plan here. What a lovely and thinking dislike. about it. That was some kingpin's weekend deal right there. Oh, that was oh, that was huge, a one sale right there for this deal. Dude. Yeah. Huge deal. Someone, yeah, exactly. People have died over this already. <laughs> yes. People are having headaches over this. Someone over there. Someone's wife's like just flicking out on them. I just imagine the dude's still on the run. You know, there's there's someone there's some guy in Mexico right now that's running from everybody. October second, twenty days. I know, right? Yeah, no, I he's don't toast. Know, man. Good for him if he is. I hope he's okay. Um, but um, also the seizure was 894 pounds of cocaine and 13 pounds of heroin. Wow. But uh, that's pretty much the – oh, one other fun thing is um, some of the drugs uh, during the sting or something, it was apparently passed uh, in duffel bags, huge ones, between cars in a, uh, a Sam's Club parking lot in Moreno Valley. Cool. Wow. Yeah. They were so, just right up in their face about it. That's how that's Not, was you don't one get noticed. Well, they were at this point I, – I mean I read more of the article. At this point, they kind of knew stash houses. They kind of knew people or whatever, but – that was one of the meetup places in a Costco parking lot, and just and boom. So that kind of blew my mind. But again, yeah, enough That's enough smart. meth for everyone, dude. They should, like you said, the government should probably mail a little bit of meth to everyone. <laughs> There's enough. Pass it around. What are you gonna destroy it? It's meth. What are you doing? You dump it in the ocean. Let the fish worry about it. Yeah, give it to the whales. They need it to fight back against them. Oh my god, the Japanese! Can you imagine methed out sharks, yeah. dude. <laughs> You've heard about that bear thing, right? The bear that ate all the cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah, and at I one did. point, he yes, was. Yes, I did. What happened? Some bear ate like like some like, kilos of cocaine, and like the meme is at one point he was the most apex predator <laughs> for that last fifteen for, like, minutes. The last fifteen minutes <laughs> of his life, life, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It was the most alpha thing on the <laughs> yeah, that ever existed. Oh well, good for them. So that uh, just to wrap it all up, those were only transported over in cars coming over the border. I assume this is all coming from Mexico, right? It was part of a cartel thing, yeah. Yeah. So they're not like thing, yeah. doing something clever, like I don't think it was a, a catapult dude. and I, yeah, I don't know anything anything about that. I just know okay. they seized it between the stash house and the, I think this this bust at the. I'm not sure. I think at the Sam's Club, basically. But like I said, what draw me in is just like. Just the dose for every man, woman, and child <laughs> in the U.S. and Mexican life. Well, I mean, a dose. <laughs> some people like bigger doses than others. I so know, who's to like, say? <laughs> so crazy. Oh, my gosh. All right. So speaking of uh, guessing games here, I got a fun guessing game for you guys. Okay. It's about an autograph book that's going up for auction. Ooh. 500. 500. 500 pesos? Oh. 
500 pounds of meth. Okay. Yes. (laughs) I don't have money, but I have... 2,224 pounds of meth? <laughs> I don't have money, but... Sir, please drive around what and drive. I do, what I do have please. is a particular stash of narcotics. I have a particular stash of meth. I don't know who you are or what, you, or what kind of currency you like. But I can get you high as a But I have a current stash of meth. <laughs> Alright, we, we have fun here in the studio I know, exactly. I know you want to get to the story, but like, what if you're even a straight businessman? Literally, it's like, bro, can I buy, I want to buy this car for you. $5,000. I don't have $5,000. <laughs> well, okay, you don't have it. I have 2,000 pounds of meth. You're what? taking like, it. Like 2,000? Like, dude, like, like, even if you sold it for $5 a pound, <laughs> you make a profit. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't know what you sell to. Shifting gears here a little bit. Do you guys have any autographs? Yes. No. I I figured you would, Mr. E, for sure. You go to quite a bit of a conventions and meet people. Yes. So just name one of your pride and joys. Uh, I have two. I actually have three Norman Reedus tattoos. Uh, or not tattoos, autographs. Like, <laughs> one of them's actually on my favorite one is on the cosplay Daryl vest that I used to dress up as him. So he actually yeah. signed that. So yeah. And you then were. I have two posters that are signed by him. You were on TV with that one, weren't you? Multiple times. Yeah. 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 A couple commercials and stuff like that. You're fucking famous. Yeah. What about you, Max? Uh, I was with you at Comic Con uh, a couple of years ago. I had that DVD of I don't even know his name, but the the guy who was in the original Dawn of the Dead. The, and he played the priest in the new one, right? I don't even remember. I just remember it was the original. It was the original Dawn of the Dead. He was like the he was the main guy who was keeping everyone alive. It was the black and white one, I believe. Hmm. Or no, am I thinking of the? You know, it's funny. It shows how much I watch DVDs now. It's just funny. So I can't remember if it was Dawn of the Dead or, or Night the original of the Dead. Night of the Living Dead. The George Romero. I think one. it's the Dawn of the Dead one. It is Dawn of the Dead. I remember being there with you and I actually the, wrote it down. It's that black guy. I can't remember who he was. Yeah, I'm gonna played. find his name right. What's now. his name like? Anyway, I loved it because it was the original dude, and I love. But it, I've no, never even no, heard this story. No one That's uses funny. DVDs We've been to Comic Con like a million times together. I've yeah. never heard this story. No, this like, was back in the heyday. I've thrown away a lot of DVDs because you know no one uses them anymore. But I still keep that one. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, is it Ken Foray? Foray? You know, fucking people. People uh, write uh, in cursive. Have you noticed no one does cursive? <laughs> any, like fucking, no one does that shit anymore. But like every every fucking celebrity is you know. Older, 30, 40, 50, or whatever the fuck at this point. And they're just like, here's my fucking signature. It's a big squiggle line yeah. fest. You're like, great. And they, and yeah. Can you read Norma Reedus's? Uh, you can because the N and the R are very pronounced. It's Everything like, else it's like just... very nice N scribble, R scribble. So it is scribbles. Yeah, yeah. These people just give autographs all day. Like, well, you... the funny thing is the people that authenticate autographs, it's like, how do you know he wasn't sick that day or he had too much caffeine or... Sneeze. You know? he's, <laughs> yeah. Or he's autographing this on someone's back. Yeah. Line. It's like, no, this is fake. It's like, yeah. who the fuck are you to tell or me this is fake? Time, there's like <laughs> enough obsessive people who could like... If I gave host Sean the like pronounce, like reproduce this signature, he could do it. Oh, uh, yeah. An artist? Well, yeah, with time. Sure. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Anyways, sorry to de- derail everything. Well, that's why I asked. Because I knew about your... Uh... Your uh, Don what about you? DVD. Well, I do have one famous one. It's the King of Principality of Sealand. I have oh, his God. autograph because I paid extra for that when I oh, got my lordship. Got his lordship. Yep. I can see it from here. Yeah, that's right. I hung it. <laughs> yeah, proudly. 
but beyond that, no, I don't. I was looking at my fandom stuff. I got a lot of just tchotchke bullshit around here, but like none of it is autographed. Like, yeah, I'm mm. surprised for like all the art books you st- you buy at Comic Con and stuff that you haven't had an artist sign I really anything. Should I should yeah. track some of them down for sure? That's smart. Now, if you'd asked me how many nipple prints I have, it would be a different story. But <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a special autograph book is going up for auction, and the autographs in it started in the 1880s. Oh my god! And ended wow in the 1930s. Okay. So first of all, no one we really know, right? So well, that's not well, necessarily Charlie Chaplin, old school baseball players, probably. Oh, I, good you one. You know what? He's not on my list, but that's probably a good guess. He might be in there. So um, or <laughs> well, there's a around mobsters autograph. That'd be that'd so be sick. sick. <laughs> that'd be so sick. There's around 400 signatures in this book. Oh my god! Do you want me to just give you some names here? Sure. Oh. Yes, please. Shirley Temple. Uh, not on my list. There's Mark Twain. Oh, oh wow. Hey, that's a good one. Harry Houdini. Oh, okay. Thomas Edison. Who? No way. Who? <laughs> oh. uh, Herman Nikola Melville. Tesla. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Herman Melville. Oh, cool. Oscar Wilde. I've heard of him. John Philip Sousa. He does the music. <laughs> Mary Todd Lincoln. Oh. Eight other presidents. Wow. And the rest of it. <laughs> and then uh, I didn't write his name down because it was super hard to pronounce. And um, I didn't Come want to be added to never the stopped file. you before. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, the guy who designed the Statue of Liberty. Oh, that guy. All right. <laughs> did, did he draw like a Is little Is he autograph statue? worthy? Oh, if you had it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he just, signed the hating. Statue of Liberty, too. I'm just hating. But um, so the original collector was Lafayette Cornwell. And little is known about him except that he ran a jewelry store in Colorado and then eventually gave the book to his niece. Beyond that, like the mystery surrounding this guy and how he put himself in a position to get all of these autographs. Especially at that time. Yeah. When there's no way of communicating or anything. He just was a traveler. I feel like someone needs to write a book about him and then turn that into a uh, Oscar movie oscar maybe, award maybe throw a little werewolf in there <laughs> <laughs> right. um so my question to you guys a book with all of those signatures and hundreds more how much do you think that is going up for auction for so and it's being re-auctioned now do i, I understand US, that because he owned US. it to like the 1930s or something so then well he gave it to his niece okay he, and yeah. now it's being re-auctioned again well she's probably putting it up he gave it to his niece and uh-huh. then um the way the story wasn't too clear on this, sure. but it was probably passed down through the family. Okay, and then eventually it's up for auction. Now. Okay, okay. So and now real day dollars. Co- yeah, so cousin Crackhead needs a payday. <laughs> let me preface this: I yes. only have a pre-sale estimate here. I don't okay. know if it's gone up for sale yet. That was like the Nostromo thing. We only knew what it, the current bid was. We didn't know what it actually sold for. So okay, so mystery. What do you? This think? is U.S. dollars. Just uh, confirm U.S. dollars. Okay. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Keep if there's 400 signatures in there. Of a certain caliber. Right. So I'm going to say if that was priced at, shit, I mean, anywhere from one to $5,000 a signature, I'm going to say $2,000 a signature. So I'm going to say $800,000. Okay. Yeah. I, even though this is a cool item, we've had, I'm going to say this is lower than we think. Even though it's still a lot of oh, money. Oh, I don't know. This is a cool item, but like at the same <laughs> time, like I have Laurel Hardy's autograph. Like, wait for my Thomas Edison Hardy autograph, collection. Though? Mark Twain, I mean, be, that would be, you're right, that alone, Harry actually, I would love Houdini's, don't get me wrong, I, yeah. I love magic shit, so don't get me wrong, it is cool, but I'm going to say 
twenty thousand. Oh my god! That's come on! Like, are you really okay. gonna blow that much money on like a fucking? Fine, okay, you're right, laughing. Twenty twenty nine thousand. You might be right. I don't know. Are you guys ready? Yeah, ready. Max, you are almost exactly correct. Okay. Wow. Perfect. The presale estimate is for thirty to thirty-five thousand. That's hilarious. Oh my god. That's good I mean, job. That's cool, but that's not that big a deal. Is no. that a million dollars worth? Like you just said, I like. I would think to like a fine collector. Oh, oh, dude. But they're eccentric weirdos. They don't have money. They blow it all <laughs> in the shit. <laughs> Like, wow. Like, Touche. You got me there, man. They don't man. have millions. You crushed like, to me do on it. that. Holy crap. The one time, finally. <laughs> Couldn't be about Star Trek or anything I love, right? <laughs> no, I thought for sure it was going to be way more than that. No, but, that's uh, cool, but it's like... It's 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 not. It's no. It's cool, but don't get me wrong. That's what I mean. Like it's so cool, but if you think about like the grand scheme of coolness, like but when will the action end? At that will be the real test. Yeah, because I can mean, follow that. that's they when ne- the dummy money is going to start True. coming in. Mm. I mean, it's like any eBay thing. Sometimes people like they fucking put ghosts on eBay. Yeah, and go, a like, ghost in a jar. Thousand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> all right. So I have a quick story I wanted to tell that in relation to all this handwriting stuff. Uh, back in college, I went to one of those. Um, those sham handwriting experts who would tell you about yourself based oh, on your God. handwriting. Oh, that's fucking. That's just so bullshit. I know. I'm in a class with this really cute girl, and I'm crushing on her. Mm-hmm. And oh. I come out of class, and I see her sitting down at the booth, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, nice. You know, I'm an artist. I this got is, good handwriting. Let's do end. this." And so I sit down next to her, and I get my handwriting analyzed. And the girl on the other side proceeds to tear me apart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's saying some real personal shit, like, uh, you know, your R's look weak. Are you also balding? You know, like, just just digging into me. I'll never forget that. That (laughs) Shit. Jesus. You know, you're probably probably also sterile with the way your T's look. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Look at that L. Is it lip as your dick? (laughs) The way you dotted that I means you die alone. I know. (laughs) Fuck yeah. You will die alone. No one loves you. Anyone with an earshot, this guy does not fuck. No, this guy. Oh, uh, dude! I just and the girl I liked was so tuned in on my my reading. She was like, "Oh, look at that!" Yeah, first like terrible. the guy next to you is not for you. Uh-huh, what uh-huh. you're thinking is wrong. I have since changed my writing. Yeah, I believe it. I remember that you're like, I will only communicate in emails from now on. After that, <laughs> so this kind of made me laugh in a in a cool way. I shouldn't say laugh. I thought it was interesting. I don't want to laugh at AMC theaters. It's about AMC theaters. Oh, and like, I know, yeah, it's like, oh, because me and Sean used to like, we all did, frankly, just used to go in there, watch movies. Time. They're having a hard time because of COVID, as we all know. Like, people are going to the theaters. Although, I mean, I stopped going along before COVID just because my home theater setup is pretty nice. Like, once you get a big TV and good streaming services, boom. Yeah, I only really used it to vote in my wallet. There like, you go. I'm, exactly. I'm, I mean, certain movies we all we saw Avengers and shit. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah. we we still did it, but it, it was always on the decline. But now it's on the decline. But they had a good strategy for bringing people back into the theaters. I wanted to share with you guys because I thought it was kind of cool. Free blowjobs. Um, that's my strategy. First of all, uh, I, we said we wouldn't share this on air. Uh, well, blowjob theaters. What are you doing? I'm just saying it's like, a great idea. Well, I, I know. That, that, oh my god, we have to edit this part out. That and grilled cheeses. So here, I'm gonna one, two, three. Edit this out, Sean. Edit this out. Okay. Boom. Anyway, AMC theaters. <laughs> um, so one of their their new schemes, I should say, is they're gonna rent out entire screens for rates starting as low as ninety nine dollars. Like, you could have your own private screening of a movie. Well, hang on now. A private screening of a film they already have, right? You can't rent it and tell them to play Jurassic Park or something. Well, it does say... Right, I'm guessing? Well, it does say, uh, but kind of depends on the movie and stuff. But they mentioned they have things including Tenet and older films like Shrek. Huh. Huh. 
So um, I don't know. You're, that's those a good two question. random movie names like, from two. I don't know why. Yeah, that's all they mentioned. So I'm just saying you need to watch Shrek or Tenet. Shrek. <laughs> it's showing the the what do you call it the, the extreme diversity. Yeah, exactly. The extremes of movies they have available. But you're you're right. I guess it's if they do have it available, which is true. But still, the idea if you have a private screening, uh, you're allowed to have up to 20 people in the theater. Okay. And uh, the price will vary on the movie being shown, location of the theater, and add-ons such as concessions, a microphone for speaking to the crowd, and extra time in the theater, too. So it's kind oh. of like a way that you could almost all of a sudden start hosting your private screening of a movie. Like, I almost have, a like you said, a Jurassic Park day or fun thing. It's almost like a party. And if it's just by yourselves, maybe you get drunk in there, smoke some... Well, that's, <laughs> you can't, that's... I doubt you can smoke. Well, yeah. you don't tell them, but it's a private screening. Who's in there? Well, I mean, it's an enclosed area. Well, I know, but normally when you, you can't you can't do things like that in the theater because you're just gonna bring a vape pen or something. Exactly. Be fine, yeah. uh, well, even a vape pen, you can't do that in the theater. Well, I mean, if it's a private screening, yeah, you just blow man, that shit exactly. into your yeah. shirt and then some wave young it out, man's you know? doing this in the corner. Like, yeah, you can just get away with it. So, no, 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 no. hundred bucks might be kind of worth it to no, see. No, that a, would like, be fun. Tenant would be. I want to see Tenant, but you rent it out, and then that's where you shoot the porno. With Tenet in the background, oh, you know, production oh, value. I would still choose Shrek. Fuck, that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> or Shrek. Either works. Or Shrek for the production And then value. you kind of post it as like, watch Shrek as people fuck. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Two hours are fucking Shrek. Fucking Shrek. <laughs> so I'm wondering, uh, you know, so can, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm super Speak curious classy. about it. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super curious about whether or not, like... If you could choose the it, movies or, like... It, well, says, it says the price varies, no, too, No, if you so. let me finish, goddamn. I, <laughs> I tried to start. I Sorry, failed. man. No, I uh, read your mind sometimes. I'm super curious about whether or not... Is it affordable enough for uh, me and my girlfriend to go? You know, can we just rent the place out to ourselves for just a nice... Just a date night where... I can sit wherever the hell I want to sit and fart, and you know she sits over there, and we never talk to each other. <laughs> and then something like that. You guys just beat ninety nine dollars all it takes. <laughs> you just beat you. Well, it says starting at ninety nine. So, so that's I, for Shrek. I, you know, I, was just, I think <laughs> that's it's the Shrek <laughs> price. I think it's the Shrek price. That's honestly, Shrek. And you want to see ten? It's like maybe more, like one forty, one fifty. But like, but still, it makes it. I actually never looked into it. Obviously, none of us have. Like, well, how much would a private screening normally be? But. The idea that it's like a thing now because they're trying to draw people in. I'm almost like, almost applaud the strategy, if you will. Well, yeah, you can't compare it to a normal one because the demand's not there. For sure. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Might just take them up on that uh, at some point. So um, I had this other small <laughs> story about um, a dumb criminal. Ooh. Okay. Uh, but Those are always fun. Yeah. This one's so weird and dumb. And it's really short, but so I wanted to kind of just, you know, bounce the idea off you, see if this would ever happen to you if you're on your lowest of lows day. <laughs> okay. um, but so in Topeka, Kansas, uh, Shawnee County Sheriff's Office responded to a disturbance call around 3.30 a.m. Okay. Um, at Petro Deli. When the deputies got there, they found a naked 17-year-old man who was under the influence of some substance. Okay. Assaults. The teenager had covered himself in ranch dressing. <laughs> And damaged property inside the business. And then he ran outside and drove off. They didn't catch him? They did catch him because he didn't make it far because he crashed into a nearby pillar. <laughs> okay. Then Jesus. they caught him. You know what it was? I bet it wasn't the drugs. I bet it was the ranch. Yeah, you can't grip You can't grip the steering wheel with your hands covered in ranch dressing. Oh, see, I'm glad. That's why I told you because I didn't even think beyond that. But yeah, exactly. He's like trying to like, I can't turn uh, quite right. <laughs> 
And yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, deputies took him into custody and then to the local hospital where he was released to his parents. And they don't mention drugs or what happened, but <laughs> this guy got naked. And... I would almost guarantee it's bath salts. There's that's... something about bath salts that makes people go naked. <laughs> they go naked, they go crazy, start eating people <laughs> yeah, yeah, and shit. Yeah. And you know what's funny is how old was he again? 17. Exactly. So He's maybe before up. he went 18 and he got the juvenile charges, he just went out with a fucking bang. Uh, <laughs> He's like, before, salts. before I catch felonies, you I know, I get charged as a 17-year-old. You want to eat people on bath salts, right? It's Yeah. I mean, you, you growl and twitch and people, you zombie, you know. Yeah. That's why I put the ranch dressing the one, on himself. Yeah. Maybe he was going <laughs> to eat himself. He wanted to eat himself. Yeah, like, ah. <laughs> he was just trying to cool down. I know. <laughs> cool <laughs> ranch, baby. That's it, really. But I just was like, the motivation, to, the ranch dressing is really the story there, in my opinion. It's like, <laughs> that's the worst. Like, what's going on? Well, out of everything in a deli, I imagine you have a fair amount of spices. Like mustards and hot sauces and whatnot in a deli <laughs> That's and the barbecue best thing sauce. To put on yourself, you're saying? Well, for sure, I don't want I don't want barbecue sauce getting in some of my more sensitive orifices. That's a good you point. Know? So ranch dressing, I imagine that's pretty neutral. <laughs> Maybe he was going crazy and doing like an insane defense. Like no matter what, as long as you put, you can go do whatever you want as long as you cover yourself in ranch dressing, and then you go, oh, well, I'm insane, obviously, and they go, oh, he's right. No, nope. put him to the. They don't send him to jail then. I heard uh, this week that it's harder to get the insanity plea. If you try to cover up your crime, because that means you know it was a bad thing to do. Mm. So if you kill somebody and just leave the bodies laying around, then you'll probably get the insanity. You're, you're more insane. You yeah. know what's funny? That reminds me of something that host Max said when we were like teenagers oh, that I guarantee you, you don't <laughs> I even, apologize. I guarantee everyone. you <laughs> that you don't even fucking remember this. We'll see. But as soon as I say it, you're going to know you said it. We'll see. He said, and we were talking about like robbing a bank or something. Sh- and he said, show, he said, just like <laughs> you did. He said, you, what I would do is if I committed a crime, I would take a shit right on the floor before I left. <laughs> and that way, when I pleaded insanity, it would be easy for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like, you know, do you remember that? Well, I don't necessarily remember saying that. Is that, that something you like would say? I would say, <laughs> yeah. but which is funny because years uh, later, we've even talked about it where that actually does happen. Because I'd take a shit on the floor. before we break in and the fear of. Of the thing makes them shit, and they'll they'll yes. find poop. Like we talked about it. <laughs> yeah, people find poop in their closets after a break in. People find poop in weird places, and they never use the toilet. <laughs> Maybe they do some of the time. We just don't know about it. Maybe all break-ins end with a shit. He's got to find it. Once you find it, you know who it was. All right. Well, so I have a story here provided by listener Newpox via the Discord. Hey, oh, hey. thank you. Which we encourage everybody to use if you have topics you wanted to. Give to us here or put on our radar. Uh, I think the Discord link is that in the show notes? Is that in the uh, description here? It should it's be. usually always at the end of every description. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And you can interact live with the hosts there too. So. Absolutely. Don't expect me to give you too much though. <laughs> uh, so this story is about a YouTuber named Hacksmith who has invented a plasma lightsaber. Oh yes. Have you seen the? Uh, this thing's yes. been going around for a minute. I. Did you know it's funny? I saw the link and you were gonna go do it, but I'd actually already seen the video, so like I haven't seen like I didn't watch the whole it was like 13 or something. I did the because I don't know shit about building stuff, so yeah. I fast forward halfway through honestly because you know what, what does it mean to me? Like I used a 4 8 screw, I took a whatever, but it's like I'm never gonna do that, so it's cool. But and I went to the more toward the end, we talked about just the funnel he was using for the, the gas. See, I didn't even. I didn't click on that one. I clicked on the one where he was just chopping things up with it. <laughs> he got to the good stuff. Yeah. And it's funny. At the time I'm... he had in that video wasn't out yet. It's only on his Patreon. Got He's it. He's like, do it now or a week later you can see it. 
Okay, because I am more interested in how he built the thing and what makes it so special. Cause it was kind of cool the, oh, halfway incredible. through. Halfway through. I, I, I didn't watch the beginning because it's just, I don't know. I mean, I didn't know the second half either, but at least I can kind of go, well, once I have the nose, will I do this? Yeah. But, yeah. So ultimately, it's just a glorified plasma cutter like in reality, except uh, its, its flame is much longer. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we use plasma cutting now in uh, metal work. Yeah, you know, we use it to chop up metal. Shops in all plasma <laughs> cutting, exactly. Um, and they're basic. It's basic technology. They use an oxygen tank and a propane tank to uh, make the plasma, and then you know supercharge it with electrons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Plasma being, the and it was like different materials made different colors. Yeah, yeah. There mm-hmm. you go. Um, it was kind of fun. Uh, Ultimately, he used it to uh, cut through some fun stuff. And, you know, it's nowhere near lightsaber level. But For sure. It still was cool because what it did, I can't remember the the term. This might be a mystery search really quick. But it was using the power, I want to say laminar flow. Is that it? Ooh. Laminar flow is something. Lama something. Pretty much L something flow. And that's what laminar. it is. Anyway, what the, what that flow is, if, if things are un, under such pressure, uh-huh. like if you see a water spout or something, it almost it does it looks like it's a static, it looks like it's not moving, but really it's under so much pressure. If you put your hand under it, it would be obviously a water flowing moment, and so the the gas that's emitting this the saber, if you will, uh-huh. is flowing out at such an extreme pressure that it looks like it's not moving. That's why it's not like flickering like a fire or something. Is it called? It looks static. Yeah, it's laminar flow. In fluid dynamics, laminar flow is characterized by fluid particles following smooth paths in layers, with each layer moving smoothly past the adjacent layers with little or no mixing. Exactly what I said. At low velocities, the fluid tends to flow without lateral mixing, and adjacent layers slide past one another like playing cards. Ooh, and it shows a waterfall, and you said water. Well, no, because basically it it looks like nothing's moving because it's under such perfect pressure. And that's why the blade looked like a perfect blade when he wasn't that's cutting through awesome. stuff. When he was cutting through stuff, it kind of flickered. It stuff. distorted quite a bit. Exactly. Yeah. But sitting there, and the length is only because of the pressure, just how much pressure and length, you know, because he has a backpack on. Yeah. I mean, it, the backpack uh, held all the fuel, and then the – it reminded me really of a proton pack. I was going to say, I For won't sure. be surprised until I – I won't be impressed until I see a real-life proton pack. Uh, <laughs> that would uh, be fucking awesome. <laughs> we got to find ghosts first. We got <laughs> yeah. to get that Actually, down you're pack. both wrong. It was more And they have nuclear reactors, don't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> powers them. Yeah. You're both extremely wrong. It was more reminiscent of a proto-lightsaber in the Star Wars universe. Right. They used to have backpacks for power packs Prototype. before they created Actually, Is that a thing? Guild ones. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. They, do, they, call it, it they do call it a proto-saber. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is a thing. Funny. The Didn't old you lose Sith the Star Wars quiz? Of course. Uh, you don't ask the stuff Actually, I know. has there been a Star Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah, did you, have a Star You always ask the things I don't know. <laughs> You're good at that. So, um, I thought this was cool, but it took me a while to wrap my head around this one. Um, so, uh, the shortest amount of time ever has been pretty much clocked or checked or measured huh. at this point. I don't know. That, that seems trivial. <laughs> <laughs> don't we... Uh, I guess it's all up to how fast you can program something to click the stopwatch, right? And well, I have that same thought, too, because I, when I first wrote my notes, when we were like starting this, it was like, oh, we tracked this, the smallest amount of time. I'm like, I bet you I can double that because you, <laughs> because you just say, cut it in half and say, yeah, that was shorter than that. All right, well, whatever the fuck. We'll do it on this show right now. Ready, but this is Ready the, listeners? 
There it was. Boom. Done. <laughs> Done. Where's Where's Guinness? But um, no, no. What What this really is is this is the first like measured scientific thing where they measure something so fast, if you will, that that is what they needed to describe it. You could. Oh, it, it happened so okay. whatever they couldn't sit there and go. Tell oh, that happened more. one second. So I don't know if you guys have heard of something called. I don't know, femtosecond? Oh. <laughs> Have you heard of those? I think we've talked about that a couple times. I don't know if you guys times. know anything about those. <laughs> I think we're familiar with the and femtosecond wait, that is lasers. a quadrillionth of a second, I think? It is one millionth of a billionth of a second <laughs> is what a femtosecond <laughs> was. Wow. Yes. Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> so, by the way, this are, I just want you to know um, this is not about femtoseconds. Oh, okay. damn it. This is something faster than that. Oh. Um, but femtoseconds, in this article, it told me about them. So in 1989, an Egyptian chemist, Ahmed Zawail, he used an ultra-short laser pulse to observe how molecules change their shape. And so he went on to win a Nobel Prize for this research, and he measured this these minuscule changes in femtoseconds. And that brought it... So for a while, that was like the shortest thing. Okay. And then now, what happened is these scientists... They what they did was they clocked how long it takes a particle of light to cross a single molecule of hydrogen, and what that kind of means is it's basically like a particle accelerator, and they're throwing a photon. They even called it a photo in different. In one article, they called it a photo, and I, for a while, I was like, "What? Like a photography?" Oh, I'm like, no. "Photo? What are you talking about? What? What?" Is this a Neanderthal? Neanderthal? I think so. <laughs> so I guess I even typed. Yeah, I guess you could say a photo because it's one. Anyway, basically, it's a photon fucking scientists uh they threw one <laughs> what photon do what do they fucking know right? <laughs> they threw one photon at this uh single molecule of hydrogen basically bounced off two of the the things right there and they measured that and that happened it, it took seven uh i'm sorry 247 zeptoseconds whoa <laughs> a zeptosecond a zeptosecond and a zeptosecond is a trillionth of a billionth of a second trillionth of a billion. And it's funny, I don't even remember what the femtosecond was, so I'm going to tell you that now. So just so just for comparison, I'm going to say it again. So a zeptosecond is a trillionth of a billionth of a second versus femtoseconds, which we love of the show, is one millionth of a billionth. Wow. Yeah. Damn, we're getting in there. <laughs> we're getting fucking fast, dude. So that's just cool by itself, but why this is really cool is basically... The more we can study things at these levels, the more we can figure out how they they interact with each other and more predict their movements and things. And then, you know, it's funny. I think at the end of it, it's like, yeah, we need more drug de- delivery systems or whatever. They always mention <laughs> drug delivery systems and shit. But um, it's all about the drug delivery system. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically what it was. And yeah, it was. Uh, they found this using an interference pattern where they basically could measure the the light that comes off after the two things clash, if you will. And it happened. Like I said, it's science, big people. And this is uh, the second before this was. Uh, do, 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 do. It was even more zeptoseconds. So zeptoseconds was already on pretty much the the radar. They'd already beat out the femtoseconds, but okay. this is still the fastest one at 247 zeptoseconds. Damn. Wow. Ballin. And I like the definition here. It says it says same thing, a trillionth of a billionth of a second, or a decimal point followed by 20 zeros and a one. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Thank you. That's how funny. micro that is. Because I, I have so much information here. That was like actually one of the other things I couldn't remember. That's exactly yeah, yeah. What, like yeah. That is a great way. To it put helps it. you rationalize a little bit. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's nuts. It's fast. Yeah, I also I think it's fascinating too that they set up equipment that can measure that because it is just a signal from one device and then a signal from another device, right? Mm-hmm. And they, Let's see, I think I have huh. information even about it. They fired X rays from the Petra three <laughs> accelerator at a molecule of hydrogen. 
which is made up of two photons and electrons. They use a single particle of light, or one photon, to jostle the electrons free. They then use rapid bursts from a second near-infrared laser to detect the subsequent interactions. Wow. As we all know. (laughs) Which is basically what I said. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no, that's just cool because we were... We're getting down to the nitty gritty, dude. There was another uh, article I didn't even go into. Maybe one of us should do it again later. But I started trying to. I feel like I had like ten minutes left before I had to come over. I was like, well, let me just try a, a small one. <laughs> no, this wasn't small. But I know they've have some <laughs> machine now that's the resolution's so good we're seeing some atom structure stuff or whatever. That's awesome. And I would love a follow up to that. Wow. I know it just was really complicated. So, but that's that's what it boiled down to and that's actually where I'm getting some of this information too where it's like they're getting to the point where if they see how things are able to interact like that's how we you know, we know about the visual world because of observations. So the fact that we're starting to see these things and they're not they're almost beyond our we, we know we know this is going to happen but we've never actually seen it. Like yes. now we're going to well, that's how we felt that. about atoms, right? For the longest time, we suspected they existed, exactly. but we could never prove it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's getting better. <laughs> I have an update to a former story we did. Ooh. Uh, it happened in episode 14. I had to track it down, and that took forever. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm telling you. <laughs> so I brought up a story back then about um, some scientists turning hydrogen gas into hydrogen metal and how this is uh, – Yeah. It's one of the holy grails of physics Mm -hmm. because they suspect that it will be a superconductive material at room temperature. Um, Ultimately, their experiments failed and they could never get it to work. But the way they were doing it was they were squeezing the gas between two diamonds and they were squeezing really hard. And we're talking at pressures like Superman. Yeah, like seven million times that of Earth's atmosphere, you know, just really giving it to that hydrogen and then you blast it with a laser of some sort and it turned it into the metal um it wasn't stable for long and then it disappeared shortly after mm-hmm. so they're never really able to study it but according to a per a report from the journal of nature someone has done it it's like stable or well actually they have not created longer let me rephrase that they have not done the they have not created hydrogen metal instead what they've created is a uh, superconductive material that can be used at room temperature oh and if you're not familiar with superconductive materials uh, what it means is you're looking for a material that electricity can pass through without any resistance mm-hmm. so uh, your standard light bulb the reason it glows is because the material that the electricity is passing through is resisting the electricity and turning that energy into light, into heat and light. Um, <laughs> it's funny. We're sitting there like, yeah, I know that, but we don't. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, there, we're no. like, oh, totally. That's beyond my comprehension. I know. So I, I, got, I got it, but, the, but I didn't know that until he said that. I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So that's it why. Makes sense, it makes sense. You, I, see that, you see that thing going, zzz, <laughs> like in the center. But that's also why your computers and electronics heat up when you use it a lot because there's a lot of electricity <gasps> passing through the pa- uh, the pathways, and the pathways are resisting them to some degree. So uh, ultimately what these guys did at the University of Rochester was they used the same diamond-squeezing technology, <laughs> except they squeezed carbon, hydrogen, and sulfur, and they created a substance that demonstrates the qualities of a uh, superconductive material at quote-unquote, room temperature. So I like the squeezing technology. Oh, I know. That's amazing, right? Yeah. No, I'm being serious. Like, you know, it's funny. I was, I was going to make, like, a nipple joke for a second. Like, yeah, squeeze my nipples with that. But, I'm, but like, the more you really say that, I'm like, because I feel like we did a story about 
the alchemy thing where they put two things together and it makes a really good antibiotic or something. And the moral of that story was more compounds put together can make some crazy things and there's almost no alchemists anymore. So the fact that you can put more of these substances and then maybe squeeze them together, Uh, maybe can make even more cool things. I can see that. So this one – so by the way, the quote-unquote room temperature, it has to be below 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Or 15 degrees Celsius. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that is, uh, it's not necessarily room temperature, but it's a far, far better temperature than what we're dealing with now with superconductors, which is near super cold, absolute zero, for sure. Know, as close to absolute zero as we can get it. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't studied the samples enough to explain why it does what it does, but this is a huge leap forward and everyone's super excited for it. Oh, yeah. I want to superconduct. Yeah, superconduct. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. <laughs> superconduct, Batman. The I was, Avatar. I was, I was, damn it, I was going to be like, I was born in the superconductivity. <laughs> molded by the superconductive materials. Okay. Um, I wanted to mention this really quick because the picture alone is what got me into this. So... I want Ho-Shan to describe this picture really quick. Oh, man, I got to... Just describe a picture. I'm not going to... No, I'm just going to show it to you. Okay. It's way quicker. All right, I'm looking at um, circuitry printed on the human hand. It looks very Tron-ish. <laughs> I was thinking Seven of Nine from Star Trek. Oh, yeah, okay. No, well... Fifth element. Circuitry. These are pathways Fifth right Fifth element. Here. Nice. Yeah, so these are pathways on a human hand is what I'm looking at. It's basically, like you said, a printed circuit thing. That's what it says in the article. Printed circuit thing. Um, <laughs> it's a, a wearable sensor that is was printed on the human skin. Okay. So that alone just kind of blew my mind. And like he said, it kind of looks like a a weird, pretty much looks, looks like a circuit board printed on the human skin. And when I first saw that, just that picture alone, it kind of made me think of Star Trek, 709 and stuff. But it really made me think of kind of different cosplays people could do with that because they say it's a sensor. But that obviously can conduct some sort of little bit of electricity or something if it's having some because it's mentioned it had metals and stuff in it. Well, so yeah, I, I was thinking you could that'd be a way to like connect just parts on your cosplay and stuff, and you could have this really cool oh, wow. system engage. And it's like, but this article is kind of <clears throat> there's a lot to involved in this stuff. But pretty much what was interesting about these printable sensors is um, the old way they could make them, it was just too hot. Like they had to basically make them and then they could put them on you. But this way that they make them now is they could do it at pretty much room temperature, as you said. Maybe I'm almost wondering if we were like okay. similar to this stuff or whatever. But this is how they could actually print these sensors on people. And once they print the sensors on there, these sensors can uh, record data like the temperature of the person, humidity, blood, oxygen, and heart signals. Oh, wow. Um, and then once the job's done with these sensors, it can simply be washed away using hot water. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. So I was like, wow, I feel like. Even just these super sensors, like even though that's cool, like hey, you can monitor your your heart and stuff. I feel like that's almost that's a waste. Like I bet you Jetpack Man has all these his arms printed with just like <laughs> things, and then he goes like beep beep. Oh, that, was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. I hit the thing, you know, just maybe hit some sensor on his hand, did something like that. It sends a signal to the pack that makes him go down. Mm-hmm. Like that seems like the way of the future instead of having just huge circuit boards on you. So the fact they could do it in their sensors already is pretty cool. Well, I imagine there's another piece of hardware that's linked to the other end of this thing because the sensor True. is it, – it, I mean it, it is just a pathway 
that is printed on you. There's no hardware. There's no thinking involved there. It's just electricity running along this pathway. And uh, the picture does show different um, line weights. So some pathways are thicker than others. And then it did show one that was like winding back and forth. Yeah. I imagine that would be the actual sensor, whereas the longer, thicker ones carry the signal. I didn't even think that far ahead, but you're right. It has to plug into something. Yeah, to analyze the data. Yeah. Battery pack or a jet pack. There's or, there's oh, a no, traditional no. circuit. Septosecond. Septosecond. <laughs> <Yeah. now>. no. <laughs> exactly. um, but here, I'll just read this one last paragraph just about this So for the scientists out there. So this is what's actually happening. Doesn't mean we're going to understand it. but mm-hmm. uh, So the formula that's creating this layer consists of a polyvinyl alcohol paste combined with calcium carbonate. Materials found in peelable face masks and eggshells. And um, this layer is washable. Exactly, or come off the skin or something. So, this layer serves to smooth out the skin, the surface of the skin, and allow a very thin layer of metal patterns to be printed directly on top at room temperature, which is then set with an air blowing device. So, it is actually, Hmm. it is like almost like a face mask with like some metal in it, and then that metal conducts some type of electricity, and they. Just the picture, just the way it looked was kind of cool. It kind of looked yeah, like so some right anime. Now it's mainly used for taking vitals. Is that what I understand? Basically, it was. Gotcha. Uh, they're also saying it may be used for like COVID stuff later on. Like they could just. Well, I mean, shit, there's but. there's an EKG on my smartwatch, and the EKG it's constantly taking monitor of your heart rate. And if you have an arrhythmia or some kind of pattern that's not normal, uh, it'll notify you, and that way you can you know seek help or something. So I wonder mm-hmm. if that's somehow incorporated in that as well with the constant taking of the vitals and stuff like that because like you said there's a receiving end which will get alerts for the health and everything so i won't go into it but it kind of reminds me of some naruto naruto stuff so like mr e's watching naruto right now but that's another reason too like i was like this kind of reminds me of some naruto shit but he's he's not he's not there yet so we can't talk about that trust me when you're a fan of an anime you can relate anything to it Oh, dude, I got a stupid short story here for you. It's awesome. So a uh, paleontologist conference usually attracts hundreds of scientists. But due to COVID, this event was held online this year. Mm-hmm. And so uh, what they did was they contracted a um, – what am I trying to say? Like a streaming company to help facilitate the software used for people to log in and them to give their presentations and chat on the side and whatnot. Um, And attendees quickly identified a big problem with the whole system. Can we guess? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Don't point at me. No, Mr. Reed, you asked. (laughs) I was going to say people showing their dicks, but but what's yours? Okay. I don't have one. I didn't volunteer for this. I want to know what it is. <laughs> so you're wrong, Max. Okay. It's um, the sensor algorithm that would censor naughty words. Oh. Started picking up on some of the usual terminology that paleontologists use. Oh. Like bone. <laughs> Such as bone. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, the main thing that's they a, work with. That's a great point. Wow. <laughs> some of the other ones were hell. Because there's something like Hell Creek is where they found mm-hmm. some big T-Rex or some mm-hmm. shit. Uh, knob. Nice. Shaft. There's yeah. knob. Yeah, actually, shaft didn't come up, but that's probably another good yeah. one. Pubis. <laughs> that's okay. that's like medical even then. Like, who fucking like, yeah, I saw Hard. pubis the other day. Like, what the fuck? Show us your pubis. Yeah, show me your pubis, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. You serious? Penetrate. Oh, I that's... like that. God, who... You, I know. Who says that too? I mean, how is that, that a censored word tra- though? It's so medical. It's Whether weird. you say it or <laughs> like not, why so... is that like a filter word? 
Like, um, same with hard or, or, or bone. I mean, yeah. it didn't say boner. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Here's one that Found I Found a stack of boners under the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the ground's full of boners. <laughs> Max, maybe you can explain this one to me. Sure. Stream. I guess it's some pee thing. Right? Yeah. Like, stream. That is a stream of jizz, I guess. Like, I'm going to... Hmm. Yeah, I don't well, know. they wouldn't jizz be. Well, I guess they weren't saying that. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. Know I guess people maybe jizz. people talk enough about streams that it's pornographic. That's <laughs> gross. <laughs> Have you ever said stream sexually or like? I'm gonna see you on the edge of that stream, girl. And when I'm there, I'm gonna shake your hand so good. Uh, <laughs> I like, don't, yeah, I don't. Know. I found stream a bit weird. That's weird. Uh, oh, this was a good one. Wang. That which, makes sense. That's which fine. Come on. pissed off uh, Asian scientists <laughs> with that last name. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> because. We all know. Johnson made it through. Oh, oh God. <laughs> okay, that was good. <laughs> I This is my favorite quote out of the whole article. There's lots of quotes like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, he said this. Why? Uh, Mrs. Yeah. Bat, Miss Bradfield is quoted as saying, I don't know why in the world bone was in there. We used to call it porking. <laughs> no, she didn't say that last part. But. <laughs> but. I don't know why Bone was in there. Come on. Bone, like... She's too old. Yeah. That's probably it. <laughs> she doesn't yeah. get it. I, I mean, actually, I read that same article, and I remember one of the quotes is like, how come Mrs. Fuckface got to let her talk the whole time? I don't get that. <laughs> that was the weirdest part to me. <laughs> oh, so on your recommendation, oh. sir. Yes. I have started playing... Uh, actually, on Mr. E's recommendation and Max's uh, forceful, forceful mm-hmm. product. Thank you. Yes. I have started playing the game Alien Isolation. Thank you. Yes. No, yeah. I confirmed with him that it was cool. I thought it looked cool. Confirmed with him it was cool. And then the force forcefulness happened. Yeah. Yes. yes. So I'm two hours in, and it's fun, and I'm enjoying it. And uh, it's on my new computer, so I can... I can finally play games that uh, require 2016 graphics. Yeah, and that's a AAA game, so it's going to look fantastic yeah. on your computer. Yeah, it does. The, yeah. I, it was funny. I There's another reason I did this, too, is because I was afraid, even though you play PUBG and I love that you do, part of having the gaming computer is you need something else. And I was starting to like worry you would just turn it back to StarCraft <laughs> and the stuff. So I think you really need this. And now that you're having the fun with it, I'm really excited for you because... Same thing happened to me. When I actually bought my game computer, you have to buy a AAA game as soon as you buy. Of course, it. yeah, yeah. And then when, when I bought my computer, it was Doom 2016, so that Ooh, was a lot of fun. Nice. <laughs> and it's, The Witcher 3. That's right when that came out dude. too. But now mine's a little outdated. You guys have newer ones than it's me. It's addicting but. though, because in the beginning you're just like, whatever. I play like two games. Who cares? And then you just get all this hype for some game. Like, okay, I'll try it. Then you, like, it is kind of fun. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. And when you have all the settings, it's like going to the gym when you're already really buff. Yeah, right? <laughs> you can just play any game. That's what's you're like, I don't it. care if this game is good or not. Sure. I'm gonna just buy it and fucking sure. max out all the settings. Uh, exactly. That the frivol, just like because I just I have so many years of my youth of just like having a shitty computer. I know. That, that I know. still to this day I'm always like yes. Fuck this, yeah. Yeah, so I'm loving it, and I'm uh, looking forward to playing more of it. Well, part of the bargain, this is how I actually convinced him to do this. Oh, God. <laughs> is I was going to create an Alien game of the Alien franchise, the first four movies of the Alien franchise, um, which is, as far as I know, as that I looked into it today, is Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, and Alien Resurrection. So we should probably take a little bit of a break and kind of prepare these guys, but uh, there's going to be... A comprehensive game on, uh, and at the end, we're going to figure out who the biggest alien fan here is. Okay, well, here's how the, the game's going to work for the alien um, experience or game I have created. So, I have five questions in the beginning that I want to separate you guys. 
because I want uh, I don't want you guys to bleed each other's answers and hear each other's answers. So we'll separate you guys. Ask you five questions. Once that's done, we'll come back. I'll ask you guys ten more questions, and that should solve it. But I asked all of these five original questions I made on my own. And I want to see how they float. So if they're funny, we'll keep them in. If they don't, they suck. <laughs> so whatever. So that's how it's gonna work. So as been told early on, we're gonna have host Sean leave first, and then I'm gonna ask the questions to Mister E. And then he comes back, and through the power of editing, it'll be quick and efficient. Okay. All right. Mr. E, are you ready to play the alien experience? I'm ready. All right. Screech like an alien for me. <laughs> Here we go. So, question number one. Yes. Name all seven of the crew from the original oh alien movie. Oh, my God. And I want their their name. Oh, my their God. Their character name. There are seven. Seven crew of the original ship, I should say, from the alien movie. I think I'm okay. Okay. Hoshan. Hi. Are you ready for the alien experience? Yes. Or the questionnaire, I should say. All right. I think so. So, um, let's just get into it. Okay. All right. So, question one. Name all seven of the crew from the original alien movie. Fuck. And I want uh, <laughs> oh my I God. want character names. I do not want actor names. Okay. There's Ripley. There's Ash. There's... I I I I'm blanking on this one. All I can come up with is Ripley and Ash. You can t- you can end whenever. You're, are you ready? I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Move on. Uh, you're right. Ripley is in it, and Ash is in it. Uh, okay. we're, we kind of do the answers too, by the way. Um, and now, since everyone's done it, the other answers are Ripley, Kane, Dallas, Brett, Lambert, Parker, and Ash. So that's where Brett's from. Mister E, um, name the years all four movies came out of the original movies. We're talking Alien, Aliens, Alien Three, and Alien Resurrection. I think I'm good. Okay. Question two. Name all the years all four movies came out. Confirm your answer with me again, please. First. First one is what? 1982. Okay. Second, 1986. Okay. Third, 1991. Okay. Fourth, 1997. You tied with Mr. E. You, you got two right. Ooh, which ones? Um, you, um, you got 1986 and 97 right. Okay. He got 1979 and 1997 right. And so the original answer, so for name all years, all movies came out in order, is 1979. 1986, so 1992, and 1997. U-Y-T-A-N-I. That is correct. You did spell it right. Question three, host Sean. Okay. Name the giant conglomerate company that sent the ship in the first movie. Uh, that, this can't be a trick question. This is Wayland yutani Yes, please spell okay. that for me. That is W-E-Y-A... Excuse me, let me write it down first. And please write it down it. and give me your official when you're done. Ready? Yes. W-E-Y-L-A-N-D... Mm-hmm. Space or hyphen, I'm not sure. Uh, why, <laughs> I'm glad you said that, but yes. <laughs> Y-U, <clears throat> pardon me, T-A-N-I. Yes. Now, you both got this correct. Okay. But did you know, in the first movie, they didn't have a D in the spelling. So I also would have accepted Waylon Utani with no D and given you extra credit. <laughs> wow. So that was an extreme question there to see but you both got the basic one so i'm glad That's you both spelled that one so number four yeah name all four directors in order 
God. Okay, Ridley Scott, James Cameron. Those are the only two I'm gonna know. Can I can I get like a first name? I know there's like a Dan something. Is that like a partial? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. It's up to you. No, I, I James can't, Cameron I can't. and Ridley Scott are the only ones okay, I know. Okay, cool. Uh, final answer, just confirm. Yeah, that's it. Uh, name all four directors in order. Okay, first is Ridley Scott. Uh, second is Cameron, James Cameron. Uh, third is David Iyer, I believe. Is it? Is it David Iyer? I don't know. I'm just... Um, it's the same guy who did Suicide Squad and Fight Club. Um, that's Iyer. It's something Iyer. I'm just going to say David Iyer just for now. Um, and fourth is... Um, Joss Whedon. Let me know when you're done. I'm done. Okay. You got the same as him, too, because uh, you were right with Ridley Scott and James Cameron. You were thinking of David Fincher. Fincher. Not Iyer. And then... Oh, maybe I was wrong. But, like, you was funny. You even said, like, Fight Club. You you met him, but... if you said Fincher, I don't know who this first name I would have given it to because you uh-huh. said Cameron and stuff, Scott, like whatever the fuck. But um, yeah, not David. Sorry. Somebody that I gave it to you. And then the last guy, never heard of him. <gasps> French guy. Joss Whedon wrote it. Damn it. That's right. Say his name if you got it. I don't know his name. Okay. It is Jean-Pierre Junet. Yeah, <laughs> so there it is. But it was French. So, okay. I remember because one of the stars is uh, one of the people from Amelie, that movie, a French film. Name as many characters from Aliens as you can, okay. not the Aliens. These are worth point five. Okay. And I literally wrote down the entire cast, so any character you can think of, okay? They're yeah. all worth point five. You can make up a lot of points here. Ridley. That is one. Dallas. Give me a second. I do not have that on my list. Are you sure that's not from episode one? I have that on my on one. I'm, but again, You might be right. Yeah, you might be okay, right. Okay, but you're. I'll, I'll write Dallas question mark, okay. and then if that is a thing, but okay. I don't have that No, because he dies, I think, in okay, the first well, one. Then, okay. okay, Hicks? Uh, yeah. Do you have any more information about that guy? But just, that counts. I mean, his, I know the actor's name. Okay, that's fine. It's Corporal, <laughs> Corporal Dwayne Hicks. That works. Hicks, fine. Okay, okay Bishop? Yes, Bishop. Apone? Uh, yeah, he's in there. Yeah, he's Apone. Yep. Vasquez? Yep. Newt? Yes. The Cat Jonesy? Give me a second. Um, Does that count? <laughs> was, are you sure that I thought that was the first one? But is he, do you see him in the beginning? Um, uh, I will write the cat yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure because I I know that's in the first. one. And then one. I feel like there was a guy named Brett, but I don't remember. He might have been in the first one too. I don't have a Brett. Anyway. Okay, okay. Then that's so all just I confirm. You got. got Ridley Hicks, Bishop, Apone, Vasquez, and Newt, and the cat Jonesy. <laughs> I'm, gonna write, cat, I'm gonna write cat Jonesy, and okay. that will be a question. I don't know if he's okay. in there though. Dallas, I don't yeah. think, but we're gonna check these. Is okay. that your final answer? Yes. Okay. Cool. Question five. Name as many characters from Aliens as you can, not the aliens. That doesn't count. Okay. As then, many as you can. Let's go Ripley. Burke. Newt. Um, it's, it's Hudson, right? Hudson. Hudson. Um, Hicks. Vasquez. Um... Spunkmeyer? <laughs> I think it's like Spankmeyer or something. 
What? <laughs> the fuck is he talking about? I just remember. Given the time limit that no, you gave me, though. I well, no, like we. I let you go as long as you can, but yeah, eventually I'm gonna cut you off. But okay, no, keep thinking. I think okay. he's still thinking. He's um, not done. Oh, um, fuck. Uh, there's a corporal. There's a, um, damn, he's like the one that recruits her. Um, uh, does Jonesy the cat count? He's in there. We'll find out. <laughs> Hold on, hey. He's in the second one. Hey, <laughs> Jones, time. I think that's all I got. Okay, you're done. All right, guys. So um, so just on that one, um, you did get Ripley, Burke, Newt, Hudson, Hicks, Vasquez, and Spunkmeyer, by the way. It that is, is one. I was impressed because that's one of those side ones I did. So now we're going to move on to the buzz in portion. All right, let's do it. Okay, so here we go. Here we go, guys. Buzz in, and then we'll go from there. Question one. How old was Sigourney Weaver in the movie Alien? The actress. How old was she when she Sean. filmed Alien? Okay, how was Sean? 26. That is incorrect. <laughs> Steel. Mr. E? 28. Yeah. It was 28. Oh my gosh! Ooh, Did you know three. that? Oh, uh, why'd you sit on it? You just sit <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> uh, <exactly>. I was <laughs> going to say 30, actually. Okay. Question two. Mm-hmm. What moon does the Nostromo land on in Alien? E. Oh, no, I don't know it. Sorry. Fuck. Think about it. Do you have a... I don't know it. No, you can steal if you want. Okay. Uh, oh, Sean, what moon does the Nostromo land on in Alien? I'll accept several answers at this point, sounds like, because <laughs> you guys don't know. <laughs> this seems like a trick question. Is it the LV-426? That's what I was looking for. I thought that was the name of the derelict ship. Oh, fuck! Yeah. I overthought it! Damn it! Okay. Yeah. I also would have accepted the planet Acheron. <laughs> I overthought Ooh. it! Which it was later lo- known as, I found out. Okay, okay. Um, so that was Host Sean with that one. All right, gentlemen. Question three. What does Frost suggest they use to fight the aliens after the pulse rifle magazines are confiscated? E. Sean. Oh, there you go. That yeah. sounded like E. Fire. That's not what I have here. Harsh language. That's exactly Ooh, what I have here. Oh, okay, is, okay, okay. okay. Was I was guessing there. <laughs> Question four. What number clone is the Ripley used to combine xenomorph and human DNA? E. Eight. That is right. Ah, uh, okay. I was like, oh, I don't remember. I had to picture the horror, the horror show in that Please hospital. Please kill me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question five. What Disney princess does Vasquez refer to Ripley as? Sean. Snow White. That's it. That is it. Question six. What is Ripley's job title in Alien? E. Warren Officer. Oh my god, that was a hard one, I thought. <laughs> like, I don't know shit about that thing. I was like, man, I've never heard of a Warren Officer. <laughs> nice. Why am I writing that down? Mr. E, okay. I'm writing like the name Warren Officer. Okay, cool. I don't think I would have gotten that one. It would have okay. taken me a hot minute. Question seven. What's the name of Newt's doll and aliens? Wow, that's a thinker. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. Um, Sean. Uh, Mr. Scrubface. <laughs> that's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to say Missy. You are both wrong. Yeah. The answer is Casey. Okay. Okay. So no one. All right. Question the eighth. What is the name of the shuttle Ripley used to escape the ship in Alien? Wow, that's a hard one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sean. Uh, 
shuttle think, scrub face. Think, oh, <laughs> god damn, you're bad a thousand. <laughs> LV four twenty seven. Oh, <laughs> it was Narcissus. Narcissus. Oh, okay. Well, I, I guess it was mentioned heard that in the show. Okay, yeah, cool. that was a hard one. Okay, cool. I, I, I figured you guys. Would, I don't. I have no clue. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. here we go. Okay, question nine. According to Sergeant Apone in Aliens, a day in the Marine Corps is like a day on the what? Sean? Yes. Farm? That is the answer. Wow. That is the answer. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Out of his ass. You can hear the questioning, too. This is the last question of, of this portion. I take portion full credit for that Of one. the test. Okay. Last question. Here we go, guys. In which area do the Marines first engage the alien threat in Aliens? It was funny. I actually do have multiple choice of this one because I thought it was so hard. So if you, but if you guys can name it, you're done. So I'm gonna say it again, but I will give the thing. In what which area, area do the Marines this? first engage the alien threat in the movie Aliens? Which area? Any? Multiple choice it up. Okay. Well, how's this gonna work? I just say it, then you guys just throw it out there. <laughs> I guess. I mean, yeah. Okay. Here we go. So uh, was it? A, Sector G. B, Sub-Level 3. C, Level 5. Or 5. I mean, uh, <laughs> or D, um, <laughs> Lambda Core. So again, Sector G, Sub-Level right. 3. E. Sector G. That is wrong. Oh. Uh, sub-Level 3. That is it. Oh, no way! Yes! <laughs> that is I'm it. I'm the greatest! <laughs> yeah. That's how I lose. <laughs> that is it. So now five more. Now, but these what? There's five more questions, but these are different. I call this a bonus round, and this is kind of different because you really need to use your alien knowledge and oh my goodness, to create a phrase. Okay. So this is five more questions. Okay. But this one's hard. So here's the example of how this is going to work. I'm going to ask you a question, and you need to combine two things that make a phrase. So here's an example. Like I'm going to say something like an actor who who acted out um, alongside Morgan Freeman. In the movie Seven, plus a a popular nut people eat at a uh, convenience store. Brad Peanut? <laughs> Brad no. Pitt Nut? Like you're close. The answer would be Brad Pitstachios. <laughs> Here's another example. So I'm going to ask you a question like, okay, I'm going to do uh, who was the main actor in uh, School of Rock? Plus a popular heavy metal band. Jack Black Metallica. <laughs> Jack Black Talica. Well, <laughs> Jack Black Sabbath is the answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so those two examples, here, here's how it shows. Here's what these these examples show that it, it's either going to be a, a Jack Black Sabbath answer or oh a, a Brad Pistachio answer oh where you have to kind of mix it in. So that's why I said right. this is kind of the bonus. These are the bonus questions. So if you guys don't get them, it's okay. I fucking love it. Let's yeah. Do this. So here we go. <laughs> this is so. And this bizarre. is live. Right. So one, one. Here we go. Oh my god! I'm so, so late. One. He won an Academy Award for the visual design of Alien. Plus, this is a device to measure ionizing radiation. Sean. Yes. HR Geiger counter. That's what I was looking for. All right. Question two. This is the full name of the main character in Aliens. And an American franchise that deals in the bizarre events and strange items. E. Eleanor Ripley's Believe It or Not. That's what I was looking for. I also would have said Ellen, too. But, but uh, yeah, it works. Yeah. Oh, is her full name Eleanor? Was yes. it Eleanor? Ellen, I, yeah, oh, yes, it oh, yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> back in the game. Had to get one back. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so number three. The name of the ship in the movie Alien, first one, plus a common phrase men say to each other after they compliment each other. E. Uh, no stromo, no homo. That's it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Woo! I, thought, bro, I was so hoping that would work. Yes. Here we go. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So now, question four. I like this game. Okay. <laughs> question four now. Please. please get serious, guys. You're getting crazy. So, Jeez, you put my game to four. shame. So now, here we go. The act. Question four. You guys ready? Please, please continue. Yeah, sorry. The actor who played Private Hudson's. Okay, the actor who played Private Hudson, his real name, plus a most popular jazz instrument. Hey, Bill Paxton saxophone. That's not the phrase I was looking for. Okay. Well, I I think you, you were close. <laughs> yeah. Bill Bill Paxophone. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, Bill Paxophone. <laughs> yeah. I said it could be like Bill P- Pistachio. <laughs> But he didn't say it either, so you either yeah. got it more right or no one got it right. All right, that's so fine. That's either you got. I mean, I you basically got it right, but again, <laughs> again, it could be because Bill Paxton saxophone. I forgot you're right. supposed to like. Yeah, I'm you could mesh. You could mesh. I have to mesh him. I'm sorry. This game's hard. You guys that. got a lot. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> okay, this is bonus, but I'm gonna give you half credit. Let's see. Okay, here we go. This is the last one. This is the last one. Oh, I have two last ones. That's weird. Oh, I never. Oh, that was a good question too. I never used. Bonus question. Here we go. Uh, name the two alien franchise characters that share their names with chess pieces. E. Bishop and Knight. Sean. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Queen. Oh, the Queen Alien? Queen. I'll give you one point for Okay, okay, okay. Well, you said the ca- aliens don't count as the characters in the other one, so I, I wasn't thinking that. about yes, that. Okay, so that was a bonus one, <laughs> That's too. obvious, though, so I shouldn't have missed that. That was a random bonus one, I thought okay, of. Okay, um, okay. But here's the last one that's okay. kind of more like we just talked. This is a hard okay, one, too. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> I mean, I should say if it's a mesh versus a fr- anyway. Okay, here we go. The name of the human colony established on the moon in Aliens, plus a popular female talk show host who is a billionaire now and David Steadman. Sean, it's uh, oh Hadley's Hopra. Hadley's Hopra. Say your last name. Winfrey. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> Hadley's Hoper Winfrey is what I wanted. <laughs> yes, Hadley's Hoper Winfrey. You did get it. I knew it was something. Wow, this hope. is going to be close. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, well, I have dutifully tallied up the scores. And I'm not sure even out of the possible points, but whatever. Uh, there is a winner. So, Mr. Okay. E, he got 13.5 points. And then Hoshan, he got 15 points. So, he is officially oh, nah. more about Aliens. Good game. A good game. That was close. Good that was game. hard, guys. I thought it was close. I knew that was going to be hard, but you guys had a battle, man. That was close as, as fuck. It was fun knowing that the ones that I struggled with, he did too. So that yes. made me feel better. Yeah, you both sweated and you went first, First too. question, name all seven cast members. I'm like, uh... <laughs> I, <know>. I don't <laughs> think that'd be that hard. I thought that you guys would know the, the cast. Okay, cool. I really think you raised the bar. For sure, time With yeah. quizzes. Like, yeah. we can't just come in... Mr. E and I can't come in with just a 10-question quiz anymore. Right, right. Can. Things have to rhyme and <laughs> yeah, use cantamic can. enameter just, or whatever the hell it is. That was just something that happened today. I said I didn't realize. Well, just, that was fun. Thank you. No problem. No problem, guys. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And... Hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. 
If you want to know more about the topics we discussed, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at btmt underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.